0: Hello, everyone. Well, I hope you stayed sharp this week because Matt James now has a few more names on the roster that we will have to memorize. That's right. Our host, Chris Harrison, dropped five more women at the Neapolitan doorstep, and some guy in Austin and I have thoughts. We discuss all sorts of things in this episode. How does one define the word escort? Is Anna the new Victoria? Does newbie Michelle follow Michelle Obama's arm workout routine? And which hurts worse, a punch to the face or a punch to the jugular? Hey, at least they weren't wrestling in frilly 90s or Jello. am I right? Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise, and no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe, but thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 199 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin. Can you believe I've been doing this 199 times?
1: There, is there anything planned for the big two zero zero?
0: Oh yes, yes, there is. Okay. Yeah. well, we're not here to talk about 200th episode though, even though that's gonna be super fine. We're here to talk about Matt James' journey to find love. And this week on this episode, five more ladies were inserted into the mix after yeah. week three and this angered a lot of people. Yeah. I guess this is something new that we're doing now.
1: Well, yeah, it was it was annoying, but um, so fake. And let me tell you how I know it was fake because I'm observant. <laughs> okay. Do you remember when Hannah with the weird expressions? Um, the is that her name? Hannah, the blonde with the weird kind of Anna. Anna, yeah, yeah. same thing. Whatever.
0: Same thing. It's,
1: it's a it's a um, palindrome. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Hannah and Anna are both palindromes. Anyway, so. um, <laughs> Did I, you know, I just, I never realized that. Like, Hannah is actually, or <laughs> Anna is actually Hannah with H's as bookends.
0: Look That's at that. Cool.
1: Yeah, you get well. that for
0: free here on the <laughs> I Hate Green right. Beans podcast. <laughs> and like that word you used last week that I didn't know and I just let float right on by as if yeah. I did know it.
1: Well, you know what a palindrome is. I right? do
0: know what a palindrome is. Okay, yes. Good, yeah. Same forwards okay. as backwards.
1: That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Anna our friend who became increasingly annoying this week, by the way, mm-hmm. um, when the other girl who, and by the way, just even alleging she's a call girl, that was horrible, I horrible know. to do. Yes. She should sue them. Oh wait, she signed a release that's airtight. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. whoopsie.
0: <Let's>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oops. She should sue Anna for her, whatever she has in her apartment. Um, <laughs> anyway. So Anna says, e- even though these girls are quote, unannounced and surprised you know like if they just show up and no one knows mm. the girl gets out of the limo and uh anna immediately says oh i've been warned about her they said to watch yeah. out when she comes on the show and yeah so how did she know she they right. clearly yeah they were in the in the gate um you know in in the back like at the rodeo you know where they <laughs> keep folks. <their> right <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Just ready to trot them out whenever they That's need right. to. Yeah, I mean, really I guess good. I, I personally think it's fun. I'm wondering if it is something extra that they're adding into the mix because these past two seasons, they haven't been able to travel around the world. And so if they're no, not jetting off to Scotland for two or three days and they need travel time and jet lag time, what are we supposed to do in those time frames? So they you know just add more people.
1: What? It, I think it's a it's a COVID safety net. They they mm. they cast thirty two people just in case somebody got sick. Nice. And they're sitting quarantining for two weeks. And they're like, "Well, look, I know you've been sitting here doing nothing. We might as well put you on the show."
0: <laughs> it's true. There I were five. There were five girls that came, and it was during a rose ceremony, which is a, a very interesting time to receive five more girls. Mm-hmm. So he has. That night, to learn all about these women. Now, what we learned about those women was Brittany, as you said, is um, a call girl or an escort, according to this Anna Palindrome chick. We don't yeah, know if it's yeah, true or not. Well, she, we don't she,
1: know. The, the implication was she, quote, entertains men for money. For
0: money. Mm-hmm. And
1: I was thinking, like, well, I mean, Taylor Swift does that. <laughs> um <laughs> Julia Roberts uh, arguably mm, does that. True, I mean, it was such a vague, you know, aspersion <laughs> that we were led uh, to believe that she was a prostitute just because, sure. you know, that was the, the the, look on Hannah's face. The look
0: on Hannah's face. Yes. We also have Michelle. Anna, Anna,
1: I'm sorry, Anna. <laughs> Anna not Anna, sorry. Anna.
0: We also have Michelle, who has Michelle Obama arms. Which, by the way <laughs> What does
1: that even mean? Oh my
0: gosh Her arms are so nice And fit And not in a musculary way But you know she does push-ups okay. Ooh, And her shoulders Good shoulders So we have Michelle Then we have a girl named Ryan We don't really know much about her Then we have a girl named Kim Who for some reason Wore kind of a bikini top And then maybe a sarong on the bottom. I think mm. it was very tropical themed. Did not really fit <clears throat> in with the rest. I didn't of see
1: anything so wrong with that. Oh,
0: with
1: the, <laughs> the, the hemoglobin or whatever it is, what nem ne- what nemocolin, ne- <laughs> We figured that out yet?
0: Nemopolitan.
1: <laughs> is it, isn't that ice cream with three flavors in it? <laughs> uh
0: huh. Most people don't like it, but I love it. I would be oh, So but good. My mom.
1: I don't know why my mom would get that because no one ate (laughs) strawberry ice cream in my house, but sometimes she would get it and I would just, you'd open it like three days later and the chocolate would just be carved out. (laughs) I tell you
0: what's good is the, I mean, they're all good by themselves in my opinion. And then chocolate and vanilla are good together. And then strawberry and vanilla are good together. But strawberry and chocolate are not good together, which is why they separate them with the vanilla. Mm. Okay. That's good. Anyway, that's my theory. Then we have the fifth girl, her name is Catalina, and she's the current Miss Puerto Rico Universe something or other, and she comes in with a crown, which mm-hmm. makes Victoria very angry because she's yeah. the queen. So she she has no qualms, just Walking over to Catalina and plucking the crown from her head and putting it on her own.
1: Yeah. Well, you know this. uh, Texas, well, actually just any equivalent, but wherever there are, you know, real cowboys, like rodeo guys or -hmm. country guys, the worst thing you can do Mm -hmm. is touch the cowboy hat. Like, like, go for it. That's a good way to get socked in the face um, if you do that. And I would assume it was the same with the crown, However, um, what's-her-face, just stood there and took it.
0: She did. She looked shocked, but she also, again, having just walked into the lion's den, Mm -hmm. probably felt like she didn't really have any leg to stand on to take her crown Mm -hmm. back. Now, Brittany, on the other hand, said, I guess Matt was saving the best for last, which... Mm, That's not a very good thing to say when you walk in front of, I guess, Anna and Victoria as well. Do you think Matt James is a good one, personality-wise, character-wise, to handle five women coming in the middle of his journey?
1: He looked a little surprised, but I think he made the most of it.
0: Well, he did make the most of it because he kept... Four of the <laughs> no. five women at that rose ceremony and that happened that. that night. Brittany was one who came in, said, He's having the best for last. Then she made out with him. That you know, her icebreaker was making out with him. Yeah, that
1: was a little trashy. Uh
0: huh. But. When you're a slore,
1: that's what you do. Oh, that was hard. Victoria was back. I mean, good lord. She's back was just, to her horrible, horrible ways. She It's just there's no reason to I feel like Katie, the you know, the voice of reason here. Yeah. I just she said that and uh, you know, I usually don't have a reaction, but I was like, "Ooh, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not nice."
0: Mm, that wasn't very nice. Victoria just has to she has to ruffle feathers. She has to get in there and mix it up because new people are there. So she has to go in and make herself known, which she did. Three think she girls... goes
1: through life like that? I mean, I would have to think that somebody likes her somewhere. She's got to have some friends. But, I mean, you know, if she really is like that in real life, I, I can't see many people liking her.
0: Yeah, I don't think she's like that in real life. I think she is, I, well, she might be, but not to an extent. Again, she is... Coming up with things to say for this show, but I also think that she's a, an acquired taste, and so she's th- you have to notice the girls around her when she says stuff. When she took that girl's crown and put it on her head, there are about five girls on that couch that just started giggling and laughing, they th- because they know oh god this is what Victoria does. None of them take her seriously anymore because they know that's it's the bit that she's playing.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, I, it's annoying.
0: It is. But we move on. Three people leave that night. Kim, who was one of the new girls in her sarong. She was sarong for him. Callie, the one who wears the teeny tiny little dresses. And mm-hmm. we barely... She's the one who came up in her lingerie, in her original icebreaker, and said, Which dress would you like me to wear? And that's the last we heard from her. And mm-hmm. then Kayla, who I I had going pretty far. So I was just as shocked as Kayla was whenever she didn't get that rose
1: I I think here's what I think too because it you there's so much you we don't see right the show's Mm, edited mm -hmm. and it's filmed over a week and they boil it down to two hours but uh, including commercials so there's even less but maybe it was like one of those Seinfeld moments you know he really liked her and then she just said one thing and that was it you know yeah maybe so it, it was just a, a decision. Get over like, it. Yeah. She's done. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. That was I didn't expect her to go home for sure.
0: Or the or the one thing where he just knew it wasn't gonna work, like you say. And so he thought, nah, let's rip this band aid now before she we get too far down this road. Right. But I, I had her going far for some reason. The next day we have so we start over again with a group date that Ben Higgins is driving. So I guess he's been in quarantine at the Oh, no, he looked great. Did you notice he was just as tall as Matt James?
1: Yeah, I did. He's a, big guy. he's a big guy. I
0: did. For some reason, he's there to do some sort of love fest, I think, which had nothing to do with love. They were The women were to get inside a gorged out pumpkin mm-hmm. and well, paddle boat a, a, a across. Giant pumpkin. A like, giant <laughs> yeah. gorged out pumpkin. Paddle boat across this body of water and then they had to put on a squirrel outfit and then they had to dig through a bunch of leaves and find the nut that had their name on it then hold it in their mouth, hello COVID, and then Mm -hmm. run, run, run and somehow somebody wins. It yeah. was just one of those quirky, eye-rolly, oh, this is goofy kind of, let's all run around in the forest in our wedding dresses and throw paint on each other. It felt very much like that.
1: Yeah, with squirrel suits.
0: With squirrel suits. And then Harrison saying, somebody's going to get a good prize if they win. And Mari is the one who won, and she just got a trophy that was acorns.
1: No, uh, well... Um... Did you catch the awarding of the trophy? What Harrison said when he handed her the trophy?
0: Here are my nuts.
1: Yeah, here. here these nuts are for you. These
0: nuts are for you. Yeah. Mm. Um,
1: but Mari was, she's Miss Puerto Rico or something, right?
0: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not um, to be
0: confused with Miss Catalina from right. the new group
1: i was I was happy that Miss that that she won
0: because mm.
1: she's she's nice enough. yeah. um, but the best part was um when they're all standing there, and Matt James clearly looks uncomfortable because of how degrading the last you know, thirty minutes yeah. or whatever <laughs> has just been. And uh, there's this awkward moment of silence. And then he says, um, let's get out of these squirrel suits and go to a cocktail <laughs> party." <laughs> I thought. I've never yeah. heard those words in that order <laughs> in my entire life only and on I the bachelor won't either.
0: <laughs> makes perfect sense on the bachelor here yeah. we go i think that i think that it's fine we've we've come to know dates like this they always have some sort of obstacle course something i i thought it was kind of so mean to say, ooh, what's the winner gonna get? And everybody thinks, oh, alone time with Matt, and she just gets some sort of trophy. Which makes the cocktail party that much more important. So at this one everybody is vying for Matt's attention. And I will say this is when Anna goes to Victoria of all people and says, I know something about Brittany. And in true Victoria fashion, she just lets it sit there because she's not going to go, what, who, tell me. And she just sits there. And Anna says that people, like you said, had been messaging her for Anna to be aware of Brittany because she is an escort. Mm-hmm. And Victoria takes that information. I don't think Victoria spreads it around as much as Anna probably does, but we end up in a position um where Matt's over here bonding with Brie and she ends up getting the date rose and then he leaves and so they end up in a clump of girls <laughs> and Anna chooses at this point to say, Brittany, can I talk to you for a minute? In mm-hmm. front of everybody. And she said, I just really need to know if you're here for the right reasons because I've heard that you're like an escort or something. You're and I a just want to know. Yeah. It's and she just floor. sort of peppered that in there. I just need to neither if that was like her escort or something. And then what are you doing here? And Brittany's face obviously is shocked saying, I'm a what? And she said, yeah, a lot of people from Chicago have been t- warning me about you. And she said, you've told the house about this? And she said, I would just, you know, I was just like an opportunity for you to defend yourself. And by
1: the house, she meant all 13 million viewers.
0: All people yeah. watching on ABC that That's night. More,
1: I mean, oh. but think about that. You go on the show and you, you think, well, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And yeah. I am sure that that never entered her mind no. that she would be labeled a escort in a commercial no. break.
0: Mm-mm. No. And here's here's the thing. We're going to skip ahead a little bit. Of course, Brittany ends up talking to, like you say, the voice of reason, Katie, who's the only one with a brain in this group who has. She's an adult. Yeah, she has a heart for things well, she's that are right. She has a
1: conscience, she's <laughs> yes. uh, emotionally mature. <laughs>
0: right right you know,
1: and, and practical like and, and
0: she knows that she is practical in a very toxic weird situation and i think she's even checking herself going i can't believe i'm having this conversation yet here we go but... and she told Brittany yeah i know what you're about to say because they came home and and the whole entire house does know because yeah. we've heard the rumors
1: yeah but i think that When she went and talked to Matt, you could see genuine concern in her face. It wasn't like go over there and tell on somebody, you know, and she didn't dump anybody in the grease, but she said, look, there's a really bad rumor going around. Mm -hmm. She even, she, you know, almost broke the fourth wall. You know, it was like, what are you guys doing? Right. This girl, you're ruining her life.
0: And that was, you know, moving on even to Rose Ceremony Night where everybody is talking bad about the new girls and they're calling themselves, we're the varsity team and, She's very, she's just listening, thinking, I can't I can't believe we're having this conversation. And at one point with Brittany, she said, does Matt know that they're doing this? And Brittany says, I don't know, because she's brand new there. She didn't know how the rules work. So Katie does what we we always tell the girls not to do, breaking the cardinal rule, is to go to Matt James and tell him something naughty that the other girls are doing. Yet Katie does it in a in an informative, mature, like you say, Mm -hmm. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus type of way. But she looks him dead in the eye, and she makes a great point saying some of the things that they're saying about these other girls could affect jobs, families, and their livelihood. And the house needs to be better than that. And I've tried to say it. It doesn't come across well from me, so I think you need to address the group. And I thought, (laughs) go Katie! Yeah. I mean, even her taking ownership, saying, which she's not doing anything, but she says, we, as a house, we need to do better. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, we do, Katie. Mm."
1: I just regret more and more and more um, that she was um, talked into showing up at the house with the Pavelka the first night, because um, she's arguably the most credible contestant in Bachelorette history, Um, but... Yeah, and Matt I think seemed genuinely concerned. Um, he seemed like he he he'd been kept in the dark as well. So
0: yeah, and and thanked her profusely for bringing it to his attention. So we'll see. Do you think Brittany is an escort?
1: No. I, Do you I, think no.
0: Brittany hangs out with with wealthy men to get things from the wealthy men, like
1: trips what I heard, and well,
0: fancy dinners and such?
1: I I saw probably I, I saw a thing. Um, in, uh, TMZ or some magazine or whatever, but, um, that had Anna was like a hostess or a a cocktail waitress in some high end place. Mm. And, and I think she worked with what's her name. So, um, you know, she's probably like a, what's equivalent to like a casino host in Vegas, you know, or something like that, where they walk around and they pretend like they're interested in the rich guys. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, something like that. But I'm, you know, she's not a prostitute.
0: No. No, I agree. It's, it's again, something that can be very hard for a family to hear or a real well, job to hear. I guess I think she's supposed to be a model, yeah. according well, so, to her tagline.
1: Yeah, so he, here's the deal, too, from from a, a legal perspective. You know there was some meeting with the, the bachelor lawyer, you know, whoever that is, mm-hmm. where they, they, these guys roll into his office, and he's like, oh, man, what are you guys going to want to do? Well, we've got a girl that we want to call a whore. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's talk about this. And then they just boil it down to, I'm comfortable with, she entertains men for money. (laughs) That's sufficiently vague enough. um, And the implication is still there without actually calling her one. Um, in addition, um, as the term escort, um, Mm -hmm. is used broadly to include lots of types of of behavior that are not legal. So I think that was lawyered down. I um, see.
0: Would you ever be the bachelor franchise lawyer?
1: I think it would be the best job ever. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great.
0: You think Uncle Neil would give you a ring too?
1: <laughs> I just would, no, I wouldn't Some care about sort it. Of I, band. Want to, I want to get in like him and Harrison's pinochle game <laughs> or whatever they, whatever they do in the trailer.
0: <laughs> Mahjong, obviously.
1: <That's> right.
0: <laughs> okay, then we have a one on one date. Michelle, newbie. A newbie gets the one-on-one date. See,
1: the, she, ir- the irony is that went over like a lead balloon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she we did not see Michelle other than her little icebreaker, and she just said something sweet and nice, and she's a teacher, and again, has Michelle Obama arms and is tall, almost as tall as him. We did some Googling. She used to be a basketball player. And she I don't we didn't see him alone with her very much, but Michelle made an impression because she gets oh, a was, pretty yeah. sweet one on one date, I believe. Yeah.
1: Do you th- how awkward would that have been like in the balloon with like a camera guy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the balloon operator.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like four of you in Excuse a me. You can't go anywhere. You're four. Might as well make
0: out. <laughs> so <laughs> She went zip lining with him and then there, was, there were these balloons and you had to pop it and you had to answer the icebreaker question and they were really cute. And one said, how many kids do you want to have? And she said, let's say our answer on the count of three. One, two, three. And then they both said three. He laughed a lot
1: on yeah, this date. For sure. yeah. And then
0: they went in the hot air balloon and then they had dinner afterwards. So it was just really nice. And lovely. I think that at at dinner, they talked about some things that they have in common, which is they both like to give back to the community that they live in. And she's a teacher, and talking about how hard it is in COVID and how she needs to kind of love on her kids the best she can. And she knows that he likes kids in his community. So it just seemed all to mesh very well. I think it was a very good date. I think Matt really likes her from what okay. I can tell.
1: Without a question. They have and, a ton in common.
0: And this, the laughing, I think, is a big deal because you don't see Matt laughing a lot. But she made him laugh, so I think that was good. Have you ever been ziplining before?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, several times. They've got a big um, course out here in Lake Travis. Oh. And um, I've been to that a couple times. Um, ziplining is overrated. Um, once you do it <laughs> once, you're like... All right, no, well, zip lining the in
0: Austin, Texas is overrated. No, you, zip look, line in, you zipline in Costa Rica. It's pretty no, look, cool. It's
1: over the lake, like Lake Travis, and you're mm. in the hill, hill country and stuff. It's beautiful out there, but to me, you, you know, you're, you're going, whatever, 30 miles an hour down to, a thing, mm-hmm. and once you get to the next station, you just take all the stuff off, and you just step to the next station and do it again, so... It's fun, but it's just not something I would return again and again. However, to your point, if I was in Costa Rica or somewhere cool and they had a zip line thing, I would do it again.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but but it's not I just think it's overrated.
0: Mm. What about hot air ballooning?
1: No, I would never do that. I would Why? Because it's the most boring. <laughs> I mean, I just it's just forget it. And then not to, not that. What if the rope breaks? <laughs>
0: You and, just float off over there, yeah, then.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, there's no, I, no. I, I would never go hot air ballooning. It just, it doesn't appeal to me. It's not exciting, uh, and I, it's you know. You know, Longview
0: used to have the hot air balloon festival. What did Longview?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: We would go sometimes, but there was a day where you would just look up and hot air balloons are everywhere in the sky. And then you could go to the... Yeah. And then you could go... It was the cover of the Longview phone book every single year. I spent a lot lot of time
1: out there in Longview. Yeah. Um, when I first started practicing, we had case after case after case out there. And I would, I would be in Longview for two weeks at a time. So what I would do, I would stay at the Wingate Inn, which is as luxurious as that name sounds. Mm-hmm. And then they had, a, if you had a Wingate Inn key, you could go to the courthouse, <laughs> which was not the courthouse. It was actually the old courthouse yes. was converted to a gym.
0: An athletic gym. Yeah. That's right. And
1: so I would go work out there. My and gosh, then I, I may up, have oh, seen
0: you there because that's Brian. where I played tennis.
1: Yeah. And then I would I would uh, walk across the highway to Willie's Roadhouse mm-hmm. uh, and eat dinner there. That was my routine every single day I was in Longview. Well, Dune.
0: you missed the Hot Air Balloon Festival somewhere <laughs> in there because it happened. <laughs> and you could go to the TGNY parking lot, and they had it tethered. And so you could just go up a little bit and down if you paid five it. bucks. No. Yeah, it no, was great. i wouldn't do it. One time I was sitting in my mom and dad's backyard and a hot air balloon came and landed in Toby Mulligan's yard. And he and his
1: is that a fact? <laughs>
0: yep. He and Did a his leprechaun girlfriend... jump out? Uh huh. <laughs> he and his girlfriend got in the balloon, and it went off and away. <laughs> Bye, Toby. <laughs> he was my yeah. eighth grade boyfriend.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. I thought, you know,
0: if I held on, I could be in that balloon, but I wasn't. Still, mm. probably
1: over yeah. the Atlantic somewhere. <laughs>
0: No, they're not. Mom looks at them through her binoculars every once in a while to see what the mulligans are up to. <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. All right. Then we had the last group date, and it was a fight club date. Now, what this, how this is more interesting than normal is there was no jello. There were no frilly 90s. There was no mud. These girls were in boxing shorts in their little sports bras and a thing over their head and real boxing gloves and the the goal is to beat the crap out of each other
1: yeah matt james looked horrified i was horrified um, yeah and then one of the whoever took one in the face really yeah. <laughs> that just ended the whole day. it, it did. Was like, all right it party's did. over
0: he shut it down it was serena p and you know how he likes serena p yeah he doesn't want anybody to mess up that face but she took one straight to the face and someone took took it straight to the jugular. Did you see that one? I
1: did see that right in the throat. Do you it, it think, was, would oh. you
0: rather be hit in the face or the throat?
1: The face.
0: Me too. Yeah. What's the <laughs> easiest place to to be hit? Like you don't um, want the ribs, right?
1: The shoulder probably. A shoulder? Yeah.
0: Hmm. I've never been hit in the face before, but I've had something hit me in the face before.
1: Um, being hit in the face is not fun.
0: No. I can imagine. Yeah. Mine was this... Plastic toy dog, and I turned around, and it was flying through the air and landed straight on my face, and my nose started gushing.
1: Mm. I was M- little. Mine, mine, well, multiple times, but at, growing up was always my brother's fist.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That stinks. Did you always have a black eye or a busted nose? Did you ever break your nose? Did you ever hit him back?
1: No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We fought all the time. Um, But most of the time when we were, we would just wrestle and just hit each other like as hard as we could in the ribs or the back or the (laughs) shoulder. Um, And there was just a gentleman's agreement that it was no face. But occasionally when (laughs) when you were really angry, um, you could go for the face.
0: Oh, man. A gentleman's agreement that there was no face.
1: Yeah, just so So if, if you were just kind of mad or wrestling over the remote control or something, there was no need to hit anybody <laughs> in the face. But if what you. What know,
0: constitutes hitting in the face?
1: Um, I don't know. Like, you know, if you're really angry, you I don't kiss know. You kissed my just, girlfriend? You no, pretended
0: I, to be me and kissed my girlfriend? We definitely
1: had different tastes um, growing up in, in girls. So oh, that, that was that So would you never, never
0: wanted to kiss a girlfriend? No. For those of you who don't know, some guy's a twin, which is why yeah. we're talking this way. So you never pretended.
1: No, no, that was him. that's dumb. Twins don't do that, and if they do, that's dumb. <laughs> I can tell you, just I mean, <laughs> growing up a twin, it's still you know I'm I'm an adult now and have been for a long time, and people are like, "Do you ever trade places with your brother?" Like, no, I've got better <laughs> things to do. Like I'm, you know, I don't because people are fascinated
0: with twins, and twins don't understand the fascination of twins.
1: Well, especially in my generation, because now they're really a lot more common because of IVF. We had three sets of twins in our high school mm. and I was one of them. So mm-hmm.
0: did y'all have a special club? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I've said this before. I'm so glad my parents didn't name us names that rhyme. That would be that would make it worse.
0: <laughs> but you did get to pick your own middle name. Right? Yeah,
1: that's that's <laughs> a stupid story. And then, you know, you want to hear something crazy about that, too? Huh. So I, you know this about me. I'm basically xenophobic. Like I don't want to travel anywhere, like right. out of the country. I see no reason to leave Texas, much less the country. And so I'm very, like, I've been to Canada, the Cayman Islands, and Mexico. That's it. Mm. Um, and none of those even count. They don't. You know, going to the country. And um, so two years ago... Um, I was going to go to the Bahamas and this is the first time I've traveled since September 11th out of the country. So I needed a passport for the first time because mm-hmm. you used to need one for Caymans, Mexico or Canada. Right. Uh, you just walk in and be like, Hey man, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm not Canadian. I'll be back when I'm back. <laughs> and, um, anyway, so, uh, I go to the, the passport, um, people and, uh, they say, okay, here's all the documents you need. So I had to order my birth certificate. And uh, I ordered my birth certificate and I got it and my middle name wasn't on it. Hmm. And since I was six years old, which was when my mom got pregnant with my sister and my parents told us, hey, your sister is going to have a middle name. And we're like, what's that? (laughs) And then my mom was like, oh, we can change your your name. So now you have a middle name. So I remember being really excited about that when I was six years old and some documents came to the house and I had to sign them and my mom had to mail them off to the special identity office or something. And for how many decades now? It's on my law license, this name. And I get my birth certificate and it's not on me. And I call my – this is a true story. And I call my mom and I was like, hey – um, remember we're when I was six? Yeah, and you lied to me about my middle name that I've been putting on every job application, every official form for the past however, you know, decades? And she was like, "Oh yeah, that was I never we never changed your name." <laughs> <laughs> so I currently do I love not that have... your
0: mom is like what? <laughs> yeah,
1: she's like what I lied to you when you were six. Parents do that. <laughs>
0: cracks me up yeah, and your like, sister's are you all me? I got a middle name <laughs> <That's exactly.
1: laughs> I, it was just I, I <sighs> honestly believe I had a middle name for my you know the better part of my entire life and, <laughs> and I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you change the middle name you gave yourself yeah so man, I,
1: I, the one I selected so I don't we're not gonna say it Thor
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Hulk is that your
1: middle. Yeah, that's exactly. What, yeah. <laughs> it's Jake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad we think that's funny. Here's a question for you. I have yeah. for you. Do you think that as a result of Katie seeking out Matt James and saying the house needs to do better, you need to have a conversation People are going around saying stuff. Katie, to our knowledge, did not throw any one name under the bus. Let's just say that it comes out that Anna has said all this. Is Anna going home? Because we did not get a rose ceremony, meaning this next episode will start with that rose ceremony. Do you think Anna's going home?
1: Yeah, because I think he's indifferent toward her. I think he likes her, but there's, yeah. you know, he could take it or leave it. And if she's going to cause that kind of aggravation in the house, particularly with that kind of allegation, yeah. I think that would be a deal breaker for me. Or if yeah. I heard, if I heard, if I was Matt James and I heard Victoria call somebody a slore, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I don't know if you want to put this on it, but uh, slut whore. I mean, mm-hmm. it's horrible. And yeah. If I heard that, I would say you're done.
0: Well, you know, that's yeah. what I was wondering too. Are both Anna and Victoria gone?
1: I, I don't, I think Victoria may have another episode in her. So okay. she, okay. she hasn't, she hasn't, um, reached uh, terminal velocity yet. I think she's still got some some feathers to ruffle.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Okay. So um, we usually do this a little later, but who are your front runners now? I, uh. I have a feeling about two or three of these folks and I'm trying to decide. Apparently Sarah's not coming back. So that kind of changes my... Yeah. Well, as far as we know.
0: Right. As far as we know. Right now, I would pick Michelle... Obama Arms, for sure.
1: That's the the new one that got the date? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: I would put Brie in there.
1: That's one of mine.
0: How many do I get to choose?
1: No, let's go two more.
0: Okay, two more. I would put Serena P.
1: Yep, that's one of mine. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think I'm going to go with Rachel.
1: Oh, You know, actually, you and I agree, except I would go with, I think it's a it's a tie between Rachel and Katie. Mm, so so I, w- I would go. I don't think
0: Katie's in it. Nope. Really? Mm-mm. Hmm. I think mm I think Katie is one of those he appreciates for what she's doing and why she's there. I don't think he's a lick attracted to Katie.
1: Hmm. So, I, yeah, I, I agree with you, except I think Brie, um, for sure. That's that. I feel 100% confident about that. Yeah. I think Serena P. probably. That's like an 80-20 on that one. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, Rachel, I don't know why I have a feeling about her. I, I'll tell you what it did. What did it for me was I didn't really notice her until she came out in that black dress a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she just looked stunning. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, if he sees that, um, and then she just seems like a nice person. So I think she's going to accelerate. And then I'm on the fence with Katie. I think that she's, she's got a shot just cause she's an adult.
0: Yeah. I'm on the fence and think Abigail has a shot. The deaf girl.
1: Yeah, she's nice, but she's I think a little too. Um, I don't say too nice, maybe a little too mousy. Like she's.
0: I feel like if it. she gets a one-on-one, things are going to be different.
1: Fair enough, I I agree with that. I like her. Um, and it's surprising
0: to me that we've gone this far, and she was the first impression rose, yet still has not received a one-on-one.
1: Yeah. Well, they've they've got to psychologically torture them for a couple of weeks, <laughs> soften them up, make them you know susceptible to suggestion, mm-hmm. um, and then I think the other thing we're going to see, and it's going to be difficult to pull off at the uh, Norwegian or whatever the name of the place is, the the, the whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the Neapolitan, but the, they have to um, they have to exploit somebody's worst fear.
0: Yes, we have not seen that yet. Okay, yeah. so we need no, some snakes or it. caves. I know a lot of people were scared of
1: caves. One of them, yeah, who's the one that's scared of small spaces? Small spaces, Yeah, there'll be an escape room date.
0: Or let's put her in a coffin and see how long she lasts. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when Caitlin had to pretend she was dead and they gave her eulogy over her so bad? (laughs) That was so, 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 so bad. But at least they didn't put her in the coffin. She just lay in there with the lid open.
1: Yeah, that's one of those ones where you show up to shoot and they tell you what you're doing. You're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> nope. Somebody bring me my contract.
0: <laughs> and now, a moment with Mama. Hi, sleep. Oh my goodness, it's early in the morning. I haven't said anything to anybody yet. This is when it's going to be very short. I know you don't believe that, but um, one of the girls (laughs) in that little boat, no, it was a little pumpkin boat, wasn't it?
1: I thought she was the cutest little thing. I think she's the one that has the accent, and I don't know her name, but... But she's real cute and and uh in the way she
0: talks, it's so sweet. And she just gets out there and just paddles around and around and around and goes around and around and around and, around. and I just keep looking at her and I thought, Oh how cute in that little pumpkin boat and she just never got out. I guess they had to come to her rescue. She's not an outdoorsy girl, I'm sure. I'm not sure I would have been able to handle that pumpkin. But thanks, Mom. And thank you all for listening. I wanted to let you know that we do have a bachelor bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game. I've left a link in the show notes so you can check it out. It's super fun, super easy, and takes about 30 seconds to fill out. Come on and join the fun. And if you'd like to read a recap of the fourth episode of Matt James season, head on over to IHateGreenbeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and let us know your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books. Why I hate green beans. And it's a love story. You can find them wherever books are sold y'all stay safe have courage and be kind out there until we're together again love you mean it texas forever just cause I said
1: it, don't mean that i meant it, just because you heard it. He's the one I'm leaving you for